This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hello, lovely voice teacher. Welcome to another episode of the Voicepreneur Podcast. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this topic. I'm so excited that you clicked on this episode. This is a topic that I am really, really passionate about and I've never talked about really publicly before. And furthermore, I haven't heard really anybody talk about this. So I feel like this is going to be a really fun conversation. Are you excited? I'm excited. We are talking about solo retreats. So I actually would love to start there. When you see that title and you think about what a solo retreat is, what comes to mind for you? What do you associate as a solo retreat? How does it make you feel on the inside? And what would that look like for you in your life? If that is something that you wanted to do, which is actually a perfect place to start. Solo retreats, can either really trigger you or they can really excite you. (laughs) And I'm so curious to hear how you feel after listening to this episode. It reminds me so much of a conversation I had with a girlfriend of mine a few years back when I was telling her about solo retreats and how I do them personally. And she was like, oh my God, I literally would never do that. Like that sounds like my actual worst nightmare. (laughs) which made me laugh. And we had a whole great conversation about that. So just a heads up that you might listen to this and be like, that sounds like my worst nightmare. (laughs) That sounds like something I do not want to do. And I would love to invite you to open your mind a little bit about what this could potentially mean for you in your business and in your personal life. It can go in all directions. So let's start there with what are we even talking about? What is a solo retreat? What comes to mind for you is probably what it is. (laughs) It is time where you are by yourself and it is ideally for an extended period of time. It's not like a few hours. I mean, that's great too and it's a great place to start, but it really is something that hopefully is actually overnight. That would be ideal if you had like a full 24 hours to retreat to yourself. So a solo retreat in my world has always been multiple days. And I got to tell you, it's a really funny story because I totally incidentally like came across this concept. It was not something that I planned for or did intentionally in the beginning, but in 2016, this was, okay, I can do math, 2016, seven years, oh my gosh, six and a half years ago, seven years ago? (sighs) where is time going? I I don't understand. Seven years ago, (laughs) I booked my first solo retreat and I was in the middle of crazy caroling performing. I had all of these different gigs and I could at that time, thankfully, kind of choose which gigs I wanted so I could create a little bit of my schedule and have a little bit of control over it. And I decided at that time, you know what? I really need to give myself a little bit of a break in between all these gigs. It's something like between 30 to 50 gigs in one month in December, Christmas craziness, right? And 
I booked a little Airbnb right by the beach. And this was in Southern California where I was living and gigging at the time. And I just got to unplug for like three days in between these gigs. And it ended up being one of the most incredible, deep experiences of my life. It actually changed everything for me. That was when I decided I didn't want to perform anymore. I wanted to go full voice teaching and a little bit of marketing, which I didn't know I was going to end up here, but here we are. And that was a crucial, crucial time for me because I committed to unplugging completely. I deleted all social media apps. I told everybody, please don't bother me. I will see you in a few days. Don't text me. I did not have Netflix on my computer. I got rid of my email. I literally just unplugged. And I had my little studio apartment next to the beach. And all I did for three days was just connect with myself. I just journaled and I read books and I pulled cards and I went on walks and I just did all of the things that you do when you just nourish your inner voice and you listen to it and you just literally spend your days going, hmm, what do I want to do right now? And you listen and you see what the nudges tell you. This is all I did for three days and I had no idea that this was going to impact my life in such a profound way. So much so that I now have done a solo retreat every year since. And I love solo retreats because what we can experience in multiple days by ourselves is something that we really can't experience when we are in the thick of it. When we are teaching, when we are with our families, when we are with our friends, when we are networking, when we are learning, when we are doing our life, right? And then, oh my God, throw in parenting. Like (laughs) there's just, there's no way that you can unplug. There's just no way that you can unplug from that. And unplugging is such an essential part of connecting back to your inner compass. It's such an essential part of reigniting creativity within yourself, of thinking through things in ways that you had never thought about before, of coming up with new ideas that totally feel so exciting and aligned for you. You need to unplug. You need to have time away to rest by yourself, no apps, no peeps, no nothing, and to just connect and tune back in. This is why they are so important for your personal life and they can be so important for your business life. And this is actually kind of how I like to think about solo retreats when it comes to defining what it means for you. So I have done lots of solo retreats now. I just came back from one and that's why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. I'm feeling so excited because I get so invigorated and just uh, back in my flow when I've had some time off and it is so important. So that is a great place to start. What is the intention of your solo retreat? Now, ultimately, I really believe in the essentialness of having an unplugging retreat, like I just talked about. However, sometimes we just need to have a retreat away from things so that we can actually do the creative thing that we want to do. And this is really what I would define as your business solo retreat. And those are wonderful too. I have done both and they have been wildly successful in their own ways. So number one, set the intention of what your solo retreat is. 
if your intention is to actually unplug, it is to actually rest and doing it because you know that it is so good for you and you are going to get so much clarity from it ultimately, then you really got to commit to that. And so that means defining what unplugging means for you. I absolutely recommend unplugging from the social media sphere. (laughs) You know what I mean by that. This like phone thing, getting unplugged from our phones. (laughs) I guess that was probably a better way of saying that than social media. But all of the things revolving around your phone, that is a great thing to start with unplugging. Because did you know that we lived in a world where we weren't so connected to our phones. I know it's hard to remember. Hey, I was there. I remember it. I was a kid, but we didn't have phones. There was a time, even in college, that we unplugged from our phones because we didn't have them. So this is a great opportunity to connect back to that younger version of yourself. You can try to tap into what it felt like to be a kid. And Being in this state, in your solo retreat, being very childlike, doing things because they feel fun and because you want to, not because you saw something that made you react a certain way or you felt an obligation to do something, but what if you actually treated this as time where you can just be playful and have whatever the hell fun you want to (laughs) with, you know, good intentions. So of course, that's going to apply for the personal retreat. And if it is something where you are doing a business retreat, then you're going to actually set an intention for what it is that you want to accomplish during that time. So it may be something like, I want to record five videos for my online course, or I want to have an entire mini course completed in three days. I want to do my brand, my website. So set the intention. And then step two is you're going to set the environment. Oh, I love this part so much. This is where we get to get so creative. And this is where you get to gift yourself. This is a gift to yourself. I want you to think about this as kind of like your little escape. And if you can escape anywhere at that moment in life, whether it is a business or a personal retreat, where would you want to escape to that feels reasonable to you? So I'll give you some examples of the things that I have done in the past. I was gigging in LA, so I booked a on-the-beach little studio apartment. Studio apartment. I was not going for something big. I was going for a location. I wanted to be able to walk out the door and be right on the water and be able to walk to get coffee and get my bagel and, you know, all the cutesy little beachy things, right? So location was very important to me. And then I've done retreats where the intention was to really love on myself, to be luxurious with myself, to actually wait a little bit of time to save up a good chunk of money so that I could really spend it and feel really like a goddess. (laughs) So I've done this in a few different ways. And you know, what's so funny is that the ways that I've done it, they didn't actually cost nearly as much as I thought that they would, but I went all out in what it was that I ultimately wanted. I wanted to have hot tub and views and be in the mountains and feel perched up, you know, like on those houses where they're kind of perched up on a hill. And I wanted total seclusion where I could literally, like if I wanted to, I could walk around naked outside 
and I wanted to have this really hippie, beautiful vibe inside and these gorgeous balconies that I could sit and write and blog and read and, and hammocks and tree houses and whatever. And I found it. <laughs> I found it here in Colorado. It's apparently not that hard to find. And that was me going all out for myself. So I did like four full days, you know, full days of complete luxurious unpluggingness. And that was one of my very favorite solo retreats. So that might be an intention for you too, is to just love on yourself and give yourself the things that you've always wanted. You know, that is going to feel different for everybody. And that's what's so fun about solo retreats. But this is an opportunity to literally give yourself a beautiful gift that only you would know that you want. So look at the different elements when it comes to the actual location, right? If you want views, if you want an experience, if you need to fly somewhere. Also, something that goes into this as well is if you want to take a long solo retreat versus a shorter one. And that was my segue into the third point about a solo retreat is that they can totally vary on how long you want to do it and how long you want to do it is going to be linked up with where you go. So what you can do is you can kind of actually financially map this out for yourself let's say that if you say to yourself, I know that I can afford, you know, a three day solo retreat sometime this year, then you could say to yourself, actually, I want to do a six day one. So I'm going to wait two years. And you know what? I'm going to be a badass and I'm going to make enough money that let's extend it to an eight day solo retreat. So I'm going to wait two years to do an eight day solo retreat. I don't know. I'm just making things up. You can do it however you want to, but you can set parameters for yourself. And what's so beautiful is you can also align them with different milestones. This is my personal favorite way of doing solo retreats is if I haven't hit a particular milestone at that time right of the solo retreat, I try to book a solo retreat somewhere within the month or two of that. I usually will book the solo retreat when I've actually taken the time to complete a project or do something kind of big. And it doesn't have to be right away, but it's somewhere after that. And it just feels so good. So you can align it like that as well. It can be a celebratory thing. And finally, and this is something I think is so cool, is that you will find what your flow and your rhythm is with these solo retreats. So when I was not a mom <laughs> and not pregnant and I had none of that going on and it was just me and my fiance or maybe husband, depending on when, I took a solo retreat every year and I would make it really awesome. I would like do kind of that more luxurious style retreat and I would hustle my ass off during that whole year. So I really earned that solo retreat. It was like, I am working so hard. I cannot wait for that week where I get to go to this beautiful island in New York, which I did one time and you know, whatever it was, right? And then I had a baby and that changed. <laughs> that is totally different now. And something that I am owning as a working business owning mother is that I need more time and I can receive that time and I can give myself that time. And I know that that sounds crazy as a mom because so many moms struggle with this. They kind of overdo the motherhood thing and then they just never give themselves breaks, which I'm just like, 
<laughs> how? <laughs> I would literally like kill either my son or me and definitely not him. So definitely me. <laughs> I just wouldn't be able to handle it. So, you know, hey, permission for you, mama, if this is you, if you have not taken a break, if you have not given yourself a solo retreat, you deserve it more than anyone, <laughs> more than anyone. So now in this chapter of motherhood, something that I have been owning and learning and cultivating is how to actually give myself more time that I don't actually need to hustle so hard to deserve this time, air quotes, because you don't have to deserve a solo retreat. You as a human being who is trying to live on planet earth in this crazy time of 2023, uh, yeah, you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it for being alive. And I had to get myself out of that mentality. And I also had to give myself permission to do this frequently. Like, why am I waiting a whole year? That is just, for me, I realized it was way too long. And I've had such great conversations with my husband about this. It hasn't always been easy, but we have come to this wonderful agreement where we can take periods of time off for our own mental health. He does it with his activities and I'm doing it with mine. And one of the things that I have committed to is I really want to give myself a three-day solo retreat every three months. If I can unplug and be away from my little love that I love so much <laughs> and my other bigger love that I love so much for just a couple of days, oh, it is everything. <laughs> it is everything. It's just for the health of our family. I mean, that's, let's be real, right? Like if you want to have a healthy, loving, happy, stress-free household, then you got to fill your own cup because your energy and what you bring to your household comes from whether or not you're actually taking care of yourself and whether or not you're actually resting, resting, resting. <laughs> Shall I say it again? It's so important to know this. So you got to find your rhythm. Maybe you decide I am going to take a break. I'm going to unplug from my business. I'm not going to think about it for four days every six months or something like that. Whatever you want, find your rhythm, make it a non-negotiable, commit to it and have just the most luxurious time. Here's the last thing I'm going to say about a solo retreat. A solo retreat is not for the faint of heart. It requires that you can be alone with yourself, that you can date yourself, that you can love yourself, that you can get curious about the thoughts that you are noticing that you are having, because that's the whole game. This is the whole game of being an amazing business owner, as well as just living in your best, most aligned life is that you know your own shit and that you know yourself and that you can have a loving relationship with your own thoughts and you can create space for your feelings to be expressed and you can be a freaking human and you can actually have the awareness of what is going on in there because everybody's got stuff going on in there, right? That is normal. And that's what's so amazing about these retreats is that it gives you that opportunity to really, really, really get real. So it's not for the faint of heart but you can do this and it is so 
worth it. I'm so excited to hear if this landed for you, if you're going to book your solo retreat. Oh my gosh. And if you do, you got to DM me over on Instagram at the voicepreneur and let me know where you booked it or what you decided or any of the details I would love to know. So I am cheering you on. You deserve this. You got this. And we are all in this crazy business game together. Let's make sure that we all nourish ourselves and fill our cup. It is so important to do. I love you and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like and subscribe and rate and review over on Apple Podcast. It would mean so much to us and it helps us get this show in front of more voice teachers. Thank you so much for being here and I will catch you in the next episode.